What's up, guys? My name is Emerson, your favorite manic and melanated photographer. Hey, hey, this is Alex, or you can call me Peach, your local content creator and fruit enthusiast. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the Faux Bros Podcast. Podcast. This is your go-to show for advice and experiences for content creators from two local photographers from the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area. We also have our producer, Shane, and our writer, Juliet. Now let's dive right in. Yo, 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 yo. What is up, everybody? We are back with episode eight. Episode eight, man. Almost there to episode 10. Almost there. I know. You know. I think I think when we get to episode 25, I think we're going to be not only really proud, but also just we celebrate, you know, with maybe a couple of non-alcoholic brewskis, you know? like I love my Heineken Zero. Yes. I love it. <laughs> and some M&Ms and maybe some peach rings. Do you know what peach rings are? Of course I know what peach rings are. Well, then enjoy them. Come okay, on, bro. So. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i'm glad you know i'm glad you know it's very of underrated course, it's very underrated oh really as far as i know true anyway <laughs> episode eight of the faux bros podcast welcome and what are we talking about today photography trends yes now basically like if you going back to i well there have been a lot of photography trends since like the start of photography like since like in yes in the what the 20th century mm -hmm. maybe even before that like a little bit the late 19th century but mm -hmm. all these trends you know like in the most recent uh two decades actually a lot of trends have risen you know probably since what 2010 and Mm -hmm. You know, like, cause like when the iPhone came in, a lot of iPhone photography started coming out a few years later, yeah. but, but we did cover that. But here's mm -hmm. the thing, like with, when people had cameras, like film cameras or digital cameras, like a lot of other trends start popping up because of social media too, especially mm -hmm. because of social media Yeah, definitely. so many trends came up and were, it just took over. People started copying them, obviously doing their own little twist to it. Well, some of them are really great. Some of them actually continue to this day. Very true. Yeah. And then there's some that are just literally overplayed, overdone. Yeah. Like, it's I guess, just, yeah. I guess in one way ridiculous, but like, I like, I have my own opinion on some of these things. <laughs> I do too. I mean, yeah. so we're going to be not, maybe not brutally honest, but we would be honest about what we actually think of these. There might be some hot takes. Yeah. So this time, you know, our structure is basically running down a bunch of different trends that we have listed. Yes, and we indeed. will, and we will talk about them, you know, maybe, maybe a little longer than others, maybe a little shorter than, than the rest, but we all, we all have our own opinions about this. So mm -hmm. we're going to dive right into this abundance of trends from boom, simplistic boom, boom. all the way to uh, simplistic and creative, all the way to the downright ridiculous. Hell yeah. All right. We're going to start vintage and film filters. And basically you're applying a film inspired filter for a nostalgic look. And you know what? It is not bad, honestly. Do we mean filters or are we talking about like presets? I think people get filters and presets mixed up. Some I've had people like hit me up. Hey, can you put your filter on this? I was all like, do not call it a filter. Okay. How about this? <laughs> how about this? Section, section A, preset. Uh-huh. Those are, I, I, to this day, I actually think those are pretty good. But yeah. I guess it depends on the style of mm -hmm. maybe not only the picture, but the style of the photographer. Yeah, very true. So, so presets are pretty great. You know, like I actually have a lot of, I guess I mean about 10 presets for different, you know, occasions. Depends on what kind of photo I'm going to take or what, when I'm going to do it. But yeah, um, 
but yeah but like but vintage feels um i honestly think they're pretty i think to this day are pretty popular right yeah i mean yeah. people were saying my old style gave off a vintage feel and i was just kind of like i really don't know and then i started seeing vintage like presets coming out and i was just like oh yeah like people ask what makes it vintage well for starters i think one of the main things grain grain yeah. and the color grade that's it yeah yep however <laughs> presets is one thing you know but that's only if you're a photographer or i guess like to dabble with lightroom or the maybe the phone version of lightroom the mobile version yeah or or any other type of thing you know, like um color grading application however there's also filters like instagram filters especially mm -hmm. now there's nothing wrong with those you know i mean but if you if a photographer edits a photo of yours and then you take it and put a filter over it mm-hmm I, I yeah that's not a good the one thing i don't like about filters like instagram filters you don't have control of the photo at all yeah. like you do with a preset you have still total control of that photo with a you pop a filter on there and you're just like stuck with what you got you can't really do more editing to it it's just like boom you're stuck with the filter but but like like peach was saying like don't put a filter over a another edited photo yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. like the, like there was a whole trend on that like putting like uh, filters over now uh -huh. i don't know how far i mean i assume you know before people actually started you know talking about this you know people in the creative community like mm -hmm. a lot of people smashed a filter over an edited photo just to make it look vintage and i'm like uh, <sighs> so all this work was for nothing You're yeah <laughs> but i would still do it to this day like not True. you know not like do the whole preset thing mm -hmm. all right number two carousel posts but you're basically creating and enlarging engaging sorry multi-image posts uh, that users can swipe through now i actually do this to this day using scroll s-c-r-l that's Shout an app scroll Shout out to scroll creates a carousel gallery which makes it easier for me to put photos instead of because Instagram is just atrocious sometimes when it comes to putting photos in there because they have their own like sizing and all Very that. Very true. So, you know, yeah. I like to do that carousels. I think you've done it too, right? Or I've never really done scroll. I've never, I've have scroll on my phone. I never used it. I just had it on my phone just to have it for like whatever concept, like that screen shoot I should have done on scroll and did like a whole little carousel, but I wasn't thinking about it. Um, shout outs to Michaela uh she was the model in that halloween shoot i did that was posted oh on yeah halloween. the one with ghostface yes yeah. shout fire. out to ghostface you know <laughs> wherever you are but yeah uh, i like you man and uh i respect you but like you need some psychiatric help I, but i'm like, trying not to get killed like here killer if I, I respect him because you know i'm trying not to get killed myself oh my god well, if i say i hate the guy you know he's gonna murder people <laughs> Like and I what like I hope the cops catch him. Scary movie. Okay, like, see now I said I respect him, and then now he's coming to get me because this guy decided to open his mouth and say, "Oh man, you respect murderers." Like <laughs> I'm trying to defend my, I'm trying to protect myself here. Okay, so moving oh, on man. from that. Okay, this is actually something I don't do anymore. <laughs> Throwback Thursdays. Hashtag TBT. Now Gosh. I used to do these, but like I kind of around for a while. Throwback Thursdays. People still do it, I guess. I don't do this. I think anymore. that started in like what 2007, 2008 or something. People I know are people still doing Throwback Thursdays. I know Facebook, like, but I, but I think only like Gen Xers now on Facebook like do hashtag Flashback Friday or. 
hashtag throwback Thursdays. Yeah, like, Gen Z doesn't know anything about throwback Thursdays. They don't. They, they do don't. not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any Gen Zs in this room right now, right? Nope. Nope, we're, there's no Gen Zs here, but <laughs> but yeah, throwback Thursdays. Actually, I'm, I'm technically a Gen Z because I think the cutoff is 96. Get out. <laughs> wow. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. But um, uh, <laughs> okay. Like, wow, is that really that true? Again. The 1996? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, that's the millennials wow. cut you, off at 96. What's your source? Wikipedia? Never trust Wikipedia. Well, that's... The, the, <laughs> Wikipedia. Anybody could go on Wikipedia and edit and Fair put enough. whatever they want on there. Well, I used to call myself a millennial. I, I Honestly, I wouldn't mind if you did that. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> like, you just keep it at millennial and then, yeah. Oh like, I'm not God. saying there's a problem with Gen Zs, but like, what, those Zoomers, man, sometimes... Zoomers go a little too far with pretty much everything. This whole podcast just took a turn. It did. <laughs> it did. It did. And it just started with freaking hashtag throwback, throwback Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> throwback Thursday. You know, to the day I was born. What a so great it says Gen Z is 1997 to 2010. I still don't. I'm so iffy about that. Millennials are 81 to 96. Oh. Well, sh- and then Gen Alpha is... 2010 or later. Gen Alpha. Gen that- Alpha. Yeah, that's the next one. Who the? Hey, hell? What in the world? Where did Alpha come from? What is this? We what? went from X Y Z to Alpha. Alpha? No, Alpha doesn't. No, there's no, 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 no. It doesn't even belong here. No. Like this is some Andrew Tate shit. Alpha. Oh, oh, no. Alpha, it's my not, ass. Oh, not Andrew Tate. I know Alpha. Andrew Tate. <laughs> But yeah, throwback Thursday is like that's that's probably like the I mean, longest any, trend if, right now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. If anything, if I do this, I wouldn't post it on a post, maybe on a story like throwback to this amazing shoot or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'd never put it on my feed. I always put it on my story. Like I yeah. go to like my first first portrait shoot back in twenty seventeen. I'm all like throwback Thursday. And then I like doing the side by side where it's all like 2017, 2023, just see that major progression. Yeah, I, yeah, that's see how a, far you've come as an artist. Yeah, to a certain degree, I like that. Yeah. To like that. All right, next one story polls and quizzes. So basically, engaging with your audience through interactive stories. Now, I, I haven't done this in a while only because I was trying to, you know, protect my peace and keep it to myself. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm probably going to start doing this again. But I do believe in engaging with your audience in appropriate ways you know obviously yeah. not inappropriate ways but in like you know asking questions uh, mm-hmm. about your um like asking having people ask you questions about yourself or mm-hmm. about your adventures or your life yeah or about what techniques you want to try or what style you want and so on and uh, i mean you do this a lot more than i do which is actually i admire yeah uh to be honest like with the algorithm if you are doing more interactive posts you get more reach and more people will look at your stories so well damn okay i gotta do that i gotta get on it i'll be like okay guys bananas or apples you know tell me which one do you prefer (laughs) because i've done it before i've done i think i've done like okay guys peaches or nectarines choose wisely (laughs) yeah and you know what people actually chose peaches because because like nectarines like what are those yeah exactly it's just a ripoff it's a smooth and (laughs) i know peaches are more fuzzy i prefer the fuzzy but story oh polls and quizzes gosh. like if you're a content creator or a photographer videographer or yeah content creators everywhere on instagram yes or even on i think facebook does this now twitter or x sorry not so much mm-hmm. um but yeah but if you have the chance to do it i would suggest it this is like your followers grow your content is actually put out there you're you're put out there and then people know who you are yep 
Yeah. So this way you're able to get more clients or collabs and ways to create and so on. Very true. Very true. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Hit this one. Number five. Gosh, I hate this one. Orange and teal color grading. Man, oh what a time. What a time gosh. that was. There was a time when everybody was doing. I don't know what teal. year it was introduced. I think it was like 2018, 2019. It something was like that. It so, was something around there. I admit. I admit. I did do it for a few shots. So did I. And I admit, I thought it was cool. But <laughs> before I before I found my signature style, I was just doing orange and teal. I was like, this is awesome. And I was all, nowadays, I'm like. Mm-hmm. I cringe. I cringe. I'm like, man, what have I done? What? Like, I, there are times I do orange and teal for my photos, but not, not every single photo. This is not mm-hmm. my style anymore. I have like to experiment with color grading. See, mm-hmm. like. You, well, orange and teal looks good on video. That is true. video. That's when I really like go back to orange and teal for certain shots but like in photos it's just everybody was doing it at one time and it was just really played out and overexposed it was just like yeah like i do admit i do sometimes i do it for uh, autumn photos if i do it oh yeah that's perfect yeah, yeah that's it's the perfect color grading for that but like people were doing it for not for, for just every single thing i know for like waterfalls yeah. for like like nature photos <laughs> for i think someone did it on a picture of an eagle yeah i'm, I'm like, like what i'm like respect the eagle yeah. you know, orange and teal are you kidding me no like that's too much yeah so i know yeah you have the choice to do this but like it's it's not really, it's like, it was a trend back then. It's not anymore. And honestly, I'm glad it's not a trend anymore. <laughs> yeah. You can, you're better off if you were to experiment with the color grading, you know, and not just do orange and teal yeah. or, or sticking with like one. I mean, unless it's your, I guess, preference or your, I guess your style. Cause people just mm-hmm. like put like, like not experiment with color. They just take a preset, put it on and then done. Mm-hmm. And I like, and you got to create your own presets. That's what I do with mine. Create, create my own. Pretty much. Pretty mm-hmm. much. All right. Now, this one's a bit, like, split between us. So, black crushing. So, for those who don't know, um, it, when you go on Lightroom, um, you basically have your... Uh, you can change around the lights the on the as in the, in the first tab for your photos. And you can change the exposure, and then below that is contrast. And then when you... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Emerson, but mm-hmm. I think if you take the, the, the contrast and then put it to the left... Mm-hmm. You're basically crushing the blacks, which basically means that the, the you blacks are, and the shadows. But you can also do it on the curve. You can also do it on a curve, and you can go down the blacks and turn it up, and it also crushes it as well. Yeah. So with my style, I do shadows all the way up, blacks to like four, five, and then contrast down a little bit, and then I use the tone curve. But you you don't even need to. You can do everything on the tone curve, to be honest. But uh, the crushing of the blacks is another one of my secret ingredients to my signature style but i'm not saying anything else yeah i mean you add your your sugar your spice and your black crushing yes yeah i um, i uh, don't do that yeah i'm not yeah. the biggest fan of it uh my style is way different i You're don't do moody yeah black yeah, you, but you, black you, crushing is just not me like you if, like it darker a little bit yeah yeah i uh, if anything i boost up the shadows a bit maybe the blacks but the shadows uh, a bit more but that's yeah. about it Mm-hmm. And then, you know, black crushing is just not my thing. It just seems so, uh, how do I put this? It just seems very, like, matte, I guess that's the right word. That's like, literally and, my look. Yeah, yeah it's just not, yeah. yeah. It's, and, I mean, I'm, and, I'm glad, and I'm happy for you. That's your look. But No, I'm not, for, I'm not taking offense to it, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, for me, it's just not me. We're, we're yeah. bros, dog. Like. <laughs> All right. Now, this one. Um, oh, uh, Yeah, white no. vignettes and slash Vaseline <laughs> lines. So, basically, there was a trend back then, like, a few years ago, yeah. that were... Um, 
But you would take a like a photo. I guess if you, I don't know how you it would describe it, but let's say it's a wedding photo, mm-hmm. and then the wedding, the the bride and the groom, they're wearing white and black. You know, yeah. the, the bride's wearing white, mm-hmm. and then she's standing somewhere in the field, and then you would basically put white vignettes to make it look, I guess, heavenly. Yeah. And then there's the Vaseline lines, like in where you put Saran wrap over the lens and you yeah. put Vaseline on it. I mean, there's some people that don't even put Saran wrap and they've ruined their lenses by putting Vaseline on their glass. Yeah, yeah. People, no, people do that. Like a lot of people like our, do some stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah, our main writer, script writer, Julia, she actually, so I don't think she does the Vaseline technique, but she does have a, her own dreamy filter. And, she has a filter, yep. Yeah, so uh, shout out to Julia for that. Yep. But there are people who don't, obviously, there's like filters, they cost a bit. They, they don't, do. um, obviously, they don't have the money to buy that filter, but what they do is they put a saran wrap and then put Vaseline over it, which is not a bad thing, but combining it with the white vignette. But but combining the Vaseline lens with the white vignette is just so. I don't know how to describe. It. Is this like the, the, I mean there was a trend back then, but I just feel like that's overdoing it. Making it, it is too overdone. too heavenly, too yeah. too bright, too white, too. Mm-hmm. I want to look at the picture and feel something. I don't want to feel like I'm about to go to heaven in a way. Pretty I much, wanna, yeah. <laughs> all that white and like softness is just overkill. Overkill. And no, it is overkill. And yeah. you know what? It's just like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm glad that trend is done. I don't even know if people still do it, but yeah. like there are white different photographers like who actually, I don't see them do that anymore, which is a good thing because they actually, you know, there's mm-hmm. a way to bring up the color or their own style, a way to deal yeah. with all that, you know, like mm-hmm. you can make it heavenly without all that. Yeah. Like, like black vignettes are good, but um, to a certain, you can lower it a bit. White vignettes, I don't know anyone who uses white vignettes. Do you? No, I've never seen it. I've played around with it on my photos, but I've never really seen anybody that use white vignettes. But the Vaseline lens, I've seen many times on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, I guess and, you can still do it, but like, yeah, you know, like I have my own sort of dreamy filter that I can use. I don't really use the whole Vaseline thing anymore. Yeah, it's just, I mean, the dreamy filters, like, yeah, you can also it's, do it's, it on it's editing. It's just not me. Well, yeah, that's true. It's just, it's, it's like, our, yeah, it's our, not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, our script writer Julia, she's a photographer too. Hers is, she's just, her vibe is dreamy. So, yeah, and blurry and dreamy, but mostly dreamy. So it's a bit haze. It's more like dreamy cinematic. Pretty much, yeah. She, yeah. So that's her does. specialty. Yeah. So, but you know, um, uh, yeah, the whole combination was kind of really threw us off back yeah. then. <laughs> All right. Now, this is actually go, we pretty much covered this already with the whole white vignettes, but like the, with the Vaseline lens. Mm-hmm. But they have like there was this one trend where people like said um, they may put tutorials on there like on the TikTok or reels. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this, but um, one example is this one girl. She took a lens. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she was used or if she had this, but she took a lens. She took a rock. What scratched the lens with it. And then she took photos with it, which I guess to look dreamy with the whole... No, I know, it's it, not worth that. I no. know. I'm like, you just put no, $500, uh, maybe even nope. more, down the toilet right nope, there. Nope, 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 nope. Not even a filter. <laughs> she didn't even scratch a filter. It was a nah, lens. I, the glass, no. bro. That precious glass is ruined. I am so triggered. I, I don't even want to look at a video. Yeah, and that's number. <laughs> yeah, that's number. That's number eight. Scratch, that's scratching the lens. Don't do that. Oh my god! That's just a lot of money putting down the drain, and then you're just gonna have are not cheap. <laughs> I, I know. It's, oh, man, I was triggered. Like I couldn't even sleep that night. Oh damn! I know. 
but yeah. Uh, okay, this one's <laughs> okay. Oh this no. one we can agree on this one. Okay, there's yeah. a. I'm gonna admit something. So okay, number nine, railroad tracks. Uh -huh. Now, what I mean by that is there are photos, even to this day. I guess you, people say take it. You can take photos of models sitting on a railroad track or just playing around with railroad tracks. Now, mm -hmm. here's the thing about it: it's illegal. Didn't I, I think I made up story posts about did. being a law-abiding photographer. And I, and I knew, and I, I put this on down here for a reason, <laughs> because I knew you would disagree with this, which I also disagree, but I hear I, I'm going to admit something. Yeah. Uh -huh. I did take a photo of a model uh -huh. on a railroad track. Okay. Here's the thing, though. All right. That railroad track was abandoned, and it's in Old Town Alexandria. And it's, I know exactly where that railroad yeah, is. And, it's, yeah. and then there's a bunch of trees right next to it, which made the... I can show you the picture later, mm -hmm. but it's a whole like um fall vibe and there's actually illegal about that though. yeah exactly unless there's of but, science but, there's no trespassing or whatever no for sure right but yeah. the people don't know that unless i mm -hmm. explain it to them which is yeah. what i'm doing right now so there you go if you see a, the any railroad photos on my on my on my uh uh profile in my on instagram that was legal because that, that railroad <laughs> was abandoned now if you go to now there is one point time i actually was going to take a, a photo shoot with the model and do a, um and uh clifton in virginia and there's, it's a really small town in, in Clifton mm -hmm. where there's this, um, I think it's called Peterson's Ice Cream Depot. And then okay. right next to it is a, uh, a a really good coffee and crepe place. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a really small town. It's really like very Hallmark Channel vibes, you know? And then there's a railroad right there where a train still goes. And I actually consider shooting a model right there on the railroad. And I'm like... I don't know, man. That's illegal. Not to mention that, like, especially we, if it's an active railroad, it's low risk. It, it was an active railroad. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know, man. I like, yeah. I, luckily, I did not do it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, railroad tracks. See, if you're thinking about doing it, and it's and you know, and it's not an abandoned railroad track, mm -hmm. don't do it. Yep. Okay. Selective coloring. Now, um with this one is basically just you know taking a black and white photo or taking a photo yeah turning it black and white and then let's say it's a little boy or something in the photo mm -hmm. taking his raincoat turning it red or yellow and then everything else black and white yeah that reds the reds are always my go-to when it comes to selective coloring yeah same here <laughs> i'm trying to see if i can choose something else but no for me yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah because like for me it's not for me not anymore yeah. sometimes but i'll dabble with it but that's it very true Okay, next, overcooked HDR. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For I mean, so like, do you know what HDR stands for? Just want to make sure. High dynamic range. Okay, there it is. See, for yeah. those who don't know, high dynamic range. <laughs> and for those that also don't know, like, if you see an image that's really saturated, really sharp, just in your face, that's HDR. Basically, anything on the new iPhones lately. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, every every time an iPhone takes a picture, unless you turn off HDR photo mode, it's going to be HDR. That's why iPhone photos are kind of smacking your face sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right there. Like it's not. It's not. I mean, it's, sometimes it's not a bad thing, but yeah. like, but doing it so much is just so. Um, yeah, I prefer to refer to lower a bit because for me personally, like this is not even a kidding. Mm -hmm. Hurts my eyes sometimes looking at that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't don't you remember we talked about something in the last episode about oversaturated photos and yeah. stuff and how it just it makes your eyes just. But this out. is everything over, yeah. like over contrasting, over saturating, yeah. over sharpening. It's yeah. just so maybe even overexposure of it, but like it's just uh, it's a little much. Yeah, yeah, hurts the eyes. All right, so this one is uh, something that people have seen a lot. Um, 
Yep. Uh, I guess I would like, I personally saw this a lot in 2020. So this yep. is uh, performative activism. Basically using a cause and turning it into your own advantage. You basically using a cause for your own advantage when you don't actually stand with the cause that, that it's going for. So let's say for example, the, uh, the George Floyd situation that happened and everything, everybody on social media put BLM in their bio, but are they actually with black people or were they doing it for views and clicks and everything because it was the latest trend. Well, I mean, there was the Blackout Tuesday. Remember that? And it was a trend. Yeah. Yeah. It was a trend. So a lot of people were using BLM to try to get more traffic to their page, get more likes, get more followers. Then 2021 came and all of that BLM stuff in people's bios disappeared. Yeah. There were some photographers too who just took that advantage to do content creating like taking that, making it into a concept yeah. and then just taking, doing the photos and then not really speaking out about it. Yeah, I'm not, it, I'm not sure if they actually, it made me sick as a black man. That made me sick and angry. Like it's yeah. just like you, it's so messed up. Yeah, I won't name the, did. yeah, I won't name the photographer I'm thinking of right now because he, he actually did it. I'm, but I don't know if he took it off his TikTok or anything, but if it's, mm. or if it's still there, but it's yeah. floating around somewhere in someone else's yeah. profile. But yeah, so he did that. He just, I don't know why, but he did. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he's not the only one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's not really activism right there. That's just making art or using something, you know, that's really, well, really happening in the world that really needs, you know, some attention. And then that's not really the right type of kind of attention it needs. Exactly. Well, moving on from that. <laughs> Plastic skin, my dudes. Plastic oh, skin. Oh my yeah. god. So for this one, what we basically mean is like there are a lot of uh so let's say you look at a cover of a magazine, you know, you have a good model, like Vogue, for example. Oh yeah. She like the man looks be- the amazing uh the model looks beautiful. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of makeup. And you can see cl- the clearly clean skin, really and really good skin. You can see still see its skin. Yeah. But you, know, you can see the pores yeah, and everything. It's detailed, yeah, right? it's really detailed and sharpened and just it, it's, it's beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. And that's like, you know, there's editing and then there's also damn, what's that word called? Smoothing? No, no. Um, retouching. Retouching, that's yes. It. Okay, but what what some people tend to do is um smooth the skin to the point where it looks literally looks like a plastic doll. It looks like an anime character, a video game character. I've seen so many. I know it's so a lot of bad. Am, a lot of amateur photographers do it. So I'm not really gonna like make fun of that because like they're learning. Yeah, but there are some like pro photographers that do it too, and there's no like there's like no excuse for that. Like I really don't like when like a model looks airbrushed. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'd like the if airbrushing anything, and just the dodging and burning to the max is just too much yeah like i do dodging and burning but not to the an extent where you know it looks like like high cheekbones and yeah then all that, like, it's just a little much sometimes yeah and then plus you know what i do actually mm-hmm. um here's one example um if you go on photoshop they have uh, a neural if you go on neural filters they have a skin smoothing tool you can do that you just click it and then you can adjust the smoothness and then the yeah. uh and, and all that Right. And then, but what you can do, well, here's what I do. I yep. um, switch the, instead of current layer, I put new layer and then one, and then I put apply. After Amazing. that, I put the opacity down to about 60%. Okay. So at least you get some details of the skin while it's still smooth. Exactly. Yeah. 
And, and now if um, I also do the same thing with the opacity, if I actually do all the smoothing from scratch, mm-hmm. but that's what I do. Cause you know, it has to be like, I'm not doing, I'm not doing Barbie dolls here. Like I'm not, <laughs> we don't want to make our models look like that. Yeah. Okay. Because you know, there's this, there's this rule called like, what I, what I follow? I don't know if you follow this too, but uh, I call it perfect imperfections. Right. I like that. Yeah. Because, like you know, that. like, you know, there's a lot of people in the world who like are pretty insecure. Like we, I want to show who they are, you know, very true, you know, because like, there's a lot of things that people edit out. Like we're going to talk, we're talking about acne. I mean, obviously you have to talk to the models to see what they want eliminated, but other times they just don't want it eliminated. Exactly. So there's I always acne. ask. Yeah. yeah. Stretch marks, acne, mm-hmm. blemishes, um, mm-hmm. scratches and all that. But, mm-hmm. but other times, sometimes maybe they feel insecure. They want it gone. Other times they don't want it gone because it represents them. You yeah, know, and who they are. Yeah, and that's nothing wrong with that. But I'm not photoshopping a booty. Like I'm not gonna make yeah. your butt look bigger or something, or your thighs look bigger. Cause yeah, they're like no, that's a little it. too much. Yeah. Unless they <laughs> ask in a way, but uh, but even then, like it's really you have to be really really good at Photoshop. Yeah, to be able to yeah. do that. Like I don't know how often you use the Liquify tool. I've used it once and I didn't like the way it looked because it looked like it was altered. Yeah. It didn't look natural. <laughs> <laughs> All right. AI over enhancement. Now, this one pretty quickly to cover, but AI has really taken over, you know, in editing. Yes. Now, I to be honest, I'm going to be honest here. I do use it, but to a certain extent, I don't overuse it. Yeah. So I do use it to expand borders if I want to, because other mm-hmm. times a cropping tool, you know, it was going to like if you crop it on a camera raw or yeah. Lightroom or something like it's going to leave some blank spaces. Mm-hmm. I, I put on Photoshop and then auto generate the all that. And it actually does it so perfectly. I love it. Amazing. Yeah, I, I use uh, generative uh, generative feel generative fill recently on uh photoshop and it's like changed the game like i would have just like oh there's a backpack in the background circle Done. remove backpack yeah. boom it now, was like it never existed i know it's it's amazing <laughs> like it does it gets it over with quickly yeah now the downside is at least in my opinion um what's a, a good example i saw this one girl editing um mm-hmm. a picture of a girl mm-hmm. and then she basically circled her shirt which was like uh some sort of a t-shirt okay and then she circled it and then put white blouse on the ai generator and mm. it actually came out really well but oh wow it's just changing the whole thing now i guess you can change the shirt if you want but like it just i don't know i feel like it was okay with it without it i mean i guess maybe she was like more of a tutorial but still yeah and then it's just overdoing it like if you like if you change the whole background to something i mean i guess you can do that but sometimes overdoing it it's just all AI. Nothing's you. You know, when it comes, you'd never want to overdo stuff. And yeah. a lot of people like they see this new technology and everything. They just want to do too much. Less is more. Yeah. We said that multiple yeah. times. <laughs> Less is more. Always. Okay. So lens ball. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I didn't do this trend, but I honestly thought it was ridiculous from the get go. I did the trend. It was ridiculous. When I, no, I only but, did one photo, though. It was one photo, and then the, and it's literally been inside my computer desk collecting dust. That's the problem like with it. Years. That's the problem, at least I had with it. Yeah. Um. So there was a trend. I think it was back in 2018. You can purchase a lens ball, which is basically just a glass ball. Yep. And the photo trend was basically holding your hand out with the lens ball, and then the background would be blurred. And then, but if you look at the lens ball, you can see a good sharpened image of of you know the the foreground yeah 
And that's, that's, or background and all that, but that's the thing. See, you use it for that photo, for that trend, and then you're done. The next thing, and I would, if I got it, I would have just used it as paperweight. I would have, (laughs) I would have used it as a garden decor. I would have, it's just there. Like, you're not going to use it any other time. When's the next time you're going to use it? Very true. Very true. Yeah. So I'm like, what's the point of me getting this? I've only used it once and it, it I never used it again. It's just, yeah. I don't even remember, I don't even, I don't even remember how much I paid for it on Amazon either. I feel like it was $75 or something. Nah, I think it was like 25 or something. Or that I hope it wasn't 75 because that would have been like the worst was. $75 I've ever It's spent. the worst $25 you ever spent. Yeah, okay. maybe, hopefully it's $25. <laughs> Lens balls. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but, uh, all right, so here's another trend. Um, so Emerson is a big fan of Brandon Wolfel. He's a really popular photographer out yep. there, and his tutorials are amazing. Mm-hmm. And he he does really good stuff. Not gonna lie, but yeah. at the time when I first got to you know like follow him and see his videos, there was a trend he did, and which is our next thing: um, neon slash Christmas lights, and then you add the model. Most times it's a woman or a girl, mm-hmm. and then it's in oversized glasses. Yep, that was the trend right there. The mm-hmm. model. With oversized glasses, some of the time, holding fairy lights or Christmas lights yep. or neon lights, mm-hmm. and you know, like most, like most of the time, it would be like the photographer would hold the one end of the light, and then the model will hold the other end, so it looks like it's blurred, and then you know, it yep. leads it to her. Mm-hmm. Now, I do admit, I fell victim to this trend. I did it. <laughs> it was good, but I, now I realize maybe like I did it a few too maybe a few too many times. A you lot know, of people did it. I know, but yeah. <laughs> it was it was a good trend at the time. But now I'm thinking about. I'm like, yeah, that really died. Do you still have those photos somewhere? Yeah, I do. Oh, nice. Yeah, like I know my friend uh, Erica was a model for me with that. Shout out uh-huh. to Erica for shout out to Erica. She is uh, she she held the neon uh, Christmas light I had or the fairy lights, and then I held the other end, and it was mm-hmm. it was a good photo. I I'm pretty sure, but I'm from what I remember, but. Yeah, that that ended up dying quickly. I think I was still doing it, and I'm like, no, gotta move on. Maybe I'll use the fairy lights again someday, but not, <laughs> I, have not a, in, I have some fairy lights, and I've never really used them. No, at all. Not at all. I feel like you can use it in some way or form. I just, I just haven't remember. I just don't know at the time, yeah. at the moment. I'll think of something. We'll Very think true. of something. Yep. Now, here's another <laughs> here's another thing that's actually been a trend. Um, oh I think gosh. around the uh, sort of the end of the pandemic, maybe, is photo shoots with strangers. People still there's some photographers who still do it. It's Ugh. not a it's not a problem. Okay, so the only <laughs> here's the here's the okay here's the original pro, here's the original problem I have with this. Okay, so again, I won't name this photographer. There was a photographer somewhere in the city photographing a couple because and they were in the wedding gown and mm-hmm. and the bride and groom and all that. Mm-hmm. This guy comes in, and then he says, "Hey, hey, so can I can I shoot with them? Because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a photographer who shoots strangers and this and that." He interrupts the guy's photo session, tries to convince him, "Hey, can I do take a shot with them?" And then the guy's like, "I guess the guy was being nice." Okay, five minutes because you know he's obviously going to get paid. He's on the clock, mm-hmm. and then the guy literally, you know, he shows them his pictures on his phone and then takes shots of them. And I'm like, I guess that's cool what he did. It was nice for him to take shots of that, but. Don't interrupt another photographer. That's that's disrespectful. It's very disrespectful. Yeah, very disrespectful. It's not. It's not a shootout event. It's not portrait meet. It's not street meet. Yeah, he's getting paid. Yeah, for this. he's getting paid for. Yeah, that's that's like he had some balls. 
He I did. would never. Yeah, he went out to those strangers and just said, "Yeah, okay, sure. I mean, you can do that, but like, don't interrupt another photographer." Like, yeah, yeah, but like photo shoots for strangers, you can. St- I mean, some there's some there's actually one photographer. He's actually pretty shy, I think. But I think he in New York he goes around to strangers saying, "Hey, can I um, shoot you?" But I'm a photographer, this and that. And then I like, I think it's mostly just portraits. It's not really them modeling. It's just mostly of just portraits of them smiling or just. Like, to be honest, I think all of those are cap because I feel like yeah. beforehand they. I, f- I feel like they know each other i feel like it's fake the, to a certain degree but 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 people don't know that they know each other so yeah. because my social anxiety can never and i feel like if you're on the street or whatever a lot of people will tell you no it's just it it's just and plus like, it's new york it's new york yeah. first off my and whole pr- family's in new york and it's just yeah you're not gonna get that lucky yeah it makes me yeah i mean there i mean the one guy who i think does it but he does it for brands and all that it's like you ever do you follow mr nyc subway no the guy who shoots models on subways or people on subways with the using clothing brands and all that i mean a lot of people shoot on new york city subway so i might have seen his work well his work is like basically that but Mm -hmm. he like he he does go up to strangers or i guess he approaches them Mm -hmm. but either but he i guess he does it because he likes the way like they look or that they look like a model they have what they wear is amazing yeah and then he says okay i'm working with banana republic or something and then you know shoots them in the subway and you know his photos are dope not Mm -hmm. gonna lie but like i he does it in a certain way because he's working with brands and i Mm -hmm. guess the way he shoots with strangers is just yeah i guess i guess he just knows who to pick and choose i'm not sure to be honest for me to believe that this is actually like strangers i need to see like him approaching people and he and them getting cussed out or something and be like no f you or something like that because it's like i need to i need proof that you're actually walking up to strangers because you can be putting other photographers at risk for something because they're like oh is that easy let me just go do that and then they're just like i mean he doesn't post that like getting cursed on all that but he yeah. does post rejections okay then so, that's then that that's good yeah but there are times where he posted and they were he was rejected because of their schedule or because or, yeah. or he's or he tells them or the model or person he approaches tells him, "Oh, I can't. I'm actually running away. So I'm going somewhere." But we, um, and he's like, "Okay, but we can. Uh, okay. if, you, if you want, we can schedule this and this on this time, okay. this date." And yeah, then that's then that's yeah, real. that's what yeah. There's some there's some guys that just don't even post that. They're just posting like yeah, because everything's not picture perfect. Everything's yeah. not perfect because like mm-hmm. he he at least posts like reality situations, so exactly. we believe him. Yeah, so. yeah. Not a lot of people do that. <laughs> So moving on to double exposure. This is actually pretty quickly, but because it's actually pretty popular, even to this day, I love double exposure. Like on film is one thing, but Mm -hmm. with editing with Photoshop, like, you know, it's just like, I do it for most of my moody shoots. Like I do double exposure. It's pretty great. First off, shout outs to Beware My Fuji. Yes, dude. Beware My Fuji is amazing. king of double, triple, multiple exposures. He doesn't even use Photoshop. He does it all on his camera. Yeah, he does it all on his camera. It's it's phenomenal. I know. Shout out to Fujifilm because I don't... Do you know what camera he uses? Fujifilm something? Something. Uh, well um, i'm not a i'm not a i'm not a fuji connoisseur so. yeah no because honestly i have a sony a7 II right now uh-huh um and i'm actually considering getting a fuji film because of that of that whole thing i mean can uh, my canon has multiple exposure mode yeah see i didn't check it out on mine because i, I gotta, forgot about it but i gotta check it out yeah, yeah you do yeah because <laughs> if you can do because i'm trying to take more of silhouettes of that like mm-hmm. and then change using color grading to change the lights around like yeah it looks so great so dope at like a sunset on the national mall yeah and do some double exposure like what that. like yeah double exposure is actually you know they actually yeah. did a lot with that in film cameras yeah when when uh you know um 
uh developing them and all that it's like really amazing because like what photographers do is like you know you shoot a whole roll mm-hmm. and then you know obviously take it out and then put it again so yeah. they can do a double exposure mm-hmm. it's pretty great yeah <laughs> nowadays digital you can do that yeah. and uh yeah still pretty dope <laughs> all right so we're down to the last two ooh, ooh. okay now macro photography now this was a trend i think it's still people still do it um i actually saw one guy recently he did a reel of a, sort of like a tutorial but he mm. he shoots little mini mushrooms growing on trees oh but he makes them look big it looks amazing sharp and it's like so that's good. awesome yeah but yeah. macro you know i don't personally i mean if i do it i do it with my phone i can't do it with my own camera unless i have a big lens or, i've or never a, i've never done macro photography would you ever consider it if you had the right equipment? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm always open to new styles and everything. I'm always down to try new things. Well, that photography is- wise, but yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, of course, photography. You know, I mean, what else could this guy be got, talking yeah, about? I mean, I don't know. Some people listening to this thing are all like, ooh. Like, oh, he's trying. He's going to try other things. Oh, oh, my girl. Oh, my yeah but yeah no we're, we're talking about photography guys like yes. get, yeah get your head out of the gutter yes all right um but macro yeah no i would definitely do it um although i just feel like i gotta get the right lens and mm-hmm. yeah once most i most likely 100 uh, 100 millimeter yeah yeah because i really think the good. most yeah the biggest i got is like 50 no wait no yeah 50 mm-hmm. i gotta get well i was thinking a wide angle lens right now but true yeah and then maybe i'll get something else mm-hmm all right and then last one we actually covered this before but dronography it's still a I, I would like to say i think it's still a trend now i've been seeing a lot of it on instagram lately yeah um, videos a photos. lot of videos and i've and i'm like so jealous because i live in dc and it's illegal to have drones in dc so yeah you have to go to a small town yeah, or something or i gotta go all the way to like shenandoah and do it and i'm all like yeah. i don't have the time <laughs> yeah if you did you could do it yeah but yeah I mean, I would do it too. I just need a drone. See, so I could borrow one. I guess I could buy one if I wanted to. You but can get one off of Timu. I know you like to shop on Timu. I do, but for, <laughs> but for clothing, for technology, not so much. I love Timu. I like I get stuff from Timu too. But uh-huh. when it comes to tech, tech from Timu, I'm not. I'm not so yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I was actually looking at photography lighting, and I was kind of iffy on getting. Some. I, I, okay, so I did. I do admit I did get some lights from AliExpress. And actually, they work out for me. Oh, nice. I got this square one. It's actually pretty good. But nope. yeah. But when it comes to drones now, I recommend maybe getting from Best Buy or some yes. other website or something. That actually mm-hmm. is legitimate because those are actually better, probably better quality and all that. And you get warranties and all this other that stuff. Too. That too. Yeah, that that's important. You. <laughs> I know because if I imagine that crashes and then yep. blam. And also look up your FAA laws. I have a good friend of mine. Shout out to my boy, Dave Gershman. Um who has done drone photography and he told me to look at the FAA laws because apparently um, if your drone gets a little too high in the air and it's detected, you get a nice little $10,000 fine. Worst case scenario, I get shot down, but yeah, know. shot down or you get something from the feds in the mail. Yeah. Sir, is um, this yours? And yeah. you, you could say yes or no, your choice, but then you owe the government like five to 10 grand. Yeah. Yeah. Because it becomes a security risk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotta love DC. Gotta love DC. Shout yes. out to DC. It's not just DC, it's anywhere. It's the FAA. Just like... Well, if, I mean, yeah. if I should do, but if I do it in a small town, like, 
And it's about, well, well if I mean, you, if you go really, really high. Yeah, like if you go like, I think, 20,000 feet or Okay, that's a little too much, yeah. I would say. Some yeah. drones can get all the, get that high up. I believe that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I believe so, that. But I, don't, but I yeah. personally, I don't know. Uh-huh. I wouldn't do it. I don't know who actually would have like. Oh, there's some, actually, there's some guys out there that, that try to test the limits. It's, yeah. I mean, but if you do it like in the desert, like in like, you know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But still, dronography is pretty cool. I would yeah. do it eventually, but and then I'll follow that trend eventually, yeah. And then I'll make videos with it because I feel like a shot of like a city at the top, or yeah, some, or something like that, it would mm-hmm. actually look pretty cool. That'd be dope. And that is pretty much the end of that episode. That is all the time we have today. Yes, and we covered a lot of stuff, a lot of well, different trends here. Who knows? Maybe we'll come back with the same thing and talk about something else. But yeah, we are gonna sign off for today, and Definitely. we. Yeah, and we're going to, well, you'll hear from us again, for sure. I mean, we're not quitting anytime soon. Nope, we're not. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, but but for trends, yeah, we will eventually, we'll we'll, we'll keep doing our own thing, you know. Definitely. Um, We'll likely probably follow some trends, too, if we want. Some trends are new, some new trends are going to pop up at some point, because, you know, it just keeps going. Yeah, once the Gen Zers hop on it. I feel like they turn it into something else, but just wait till they're all photographers. Oh my god! I mean, we could serve as mentors. We can, yeah. you know, mentor a new generation. I mean, I just got a mentee today. Shout okay. outs to Grace. Uh, shout outs to Grace. Yep. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, this is uh, this is Peach, and this is Emerson. We're signing off. All right. See Stay you guys peachy, soon. Guys. Thank you for listening to the Fote Bros Podcast. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at Fote Bros Podcast and follow us on X slash Twitter at Fote Bros.